You are listening to the IDSI Views podcast. My name is Gaia, and today we're joined by Ron Benegbi, founder of Uplink Financial Services. Hi, how are you, Gaia? I'm good, thank you. How are you today? Great, thanks. Thanks for having me. Thank you for joining us. So maybe we could focus on the challenge in finding accurate insights into the financial performance of small businesses. I'd say particularly in post-COVID times, and how this inspired you to found Uplink? Yeah, I mean, so those are kind of two very big questions. Like, let me address the second one first. So first and foremost, I'm an immigrant. We came to Canada in the in the early 70s. We were dirt poor. Uh, we had no money. My dad had to bake bread at night to put food on the table. And uh, in 1970, he went to a bank and asked for a small business loan, to which the banker replied, you know, Mr. Benegbi, we have specific lending criteria here at the bank, and you really don't qualify for this loan. However, I believe in people, and here's $5,000. And that $5,000 became the springboard for our family's lives in Canada. Don't know what we would have done without it. So certainly what's happened to the world the last, call it two years with COVID and the impact, the devastation that it's had on small business, where a number of them are no longer around, or the ones that are there are are struggling. It's actually even more difficult for them today than it was pre-COVID to get credit. So that ultimately serves as my inspiration for what Uplink is, is, you know, if we can find a way to allow lenders who ultimately fund these small businesses to look at their risk profile and their creditworthiness in a way they, they haven't been able to before, simply because they didn't have the data, then Uplink will be a success. Now, if you look at the data, well, what is the problem? Well, the problem today, again, COVID has, has seen to this, is the majority of small businesses around the world are actually labeled as micro small businesses. So there are five or less employees. There are different definitions, but let's just kind of go with the middle, middle of the road. If you're a two or three person small business, you operate completely different than a 20 person small business. Yet lenders still lend the same way. That clearly doesn't make sense. Lenders also part of the problem is they ask these small businesses for accounting information, and then they take a credit score. And they combine that data and they ultimately assess whether that small business is worthy of, call it a loan. Well, if you're a two or three person organization, do you even have accounting records? And if you do, let's just say you do, all of you do, which is certainly not the case. Are you telling me that these accounting records are accurate, are clean? On top of which, when we look at the credit scoring system, which hasn't changed how it evaluates risk for small business since the early 1800s. And I'm being a little cheeky now, but pretty much any lender you speak to today will tell you that that the system is broken. You're combining data that doesn't come from a foundation of truth, from a foundation of science, of validation, in order to make a decision to a specific cohort, call it the small business cohort, where it's even more difficult for them today to access credit. So, you know, it's a very, very big problem. You know, Uplink was born out of the journey to to help figure it out and solve this problem. Absolutely. And 
behind Uplink, there's the value proposition of supporting the underserved, unbanked, and minorities as well. So what are some of the tailored solutions you are providing to different specific groups? Yeah, I mean, that's, that, that's a great question. I think when you, when you look at how we lend today, most of the, the common methodologies are, let's look at you know, accounting, banking, and you know credit scoring however that doesn't accurately reflect the environment in which a small business owner works within and when we look at the environment we look at different things we look at uh, external market indicators like stock market currency markets uh, we look at supply chain demographic information migration patterns populations we look at the world around the small business. So I'll give you a very specific example that we always give because it's 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 um, I think it resonates. So we can tell you that in specific regions in Latin America, when we see a business owner using electricity during periods of the day, and then they're using it over an extended period of time, call it six months, and then in parallel, they're paying their utility bill on time every month. Well, then we know that that small business owner, their probability that they would default on a loan actually drops from eight to 4%. Yet they may not have the greatest accounting records. They may have even a so-so credit score, but in the context of applying for that loan, they're actually credit worthy. Yet traditionally, a bank would or an online lender would decline them with the ability of, you know, the solutions that we're bringing at Uplink, that presents an opportunity for um, a yes as opposed to a no. And are you bringing this conversation to the banks and are you serving as a sort of bridge to connect these small business owners with bigger banks or other financial institutions that might not have the same data that you guys have collected? Yeah, so our customers are actually the banks, credit unions, online lenders, anybody who has a financial interest in the well-being of a small business owner. Partnerships that we look at are actually like open banking platforms. We're actually uh, launching a partnership in Africa with one of the largest system integrators on the continent that represents other technologies as well, like SAP and Microsoft, but they are building out a small business banking infrastructure for some of the region's um, telcos as well as banks. So we become a part of that overall platform. But ultimately, it comes down to if you are interested in small business financial health, if you're a lender, if you want to get money to their hands, our technology is a, is a great tool. It's a tool to help you ultimately make that decision, whether it's a yes or no. And hopefully it's a yes more times than not. <laughs> we hope so, definitely. And you mentioned two emerging markets, right? Um, South America and Africa. Is this the focus of yours in terms of geographies? What do you cover and which trends and dynamics do you see in different markets? Yeah, I mean, that's, a, that's a great question. Um, I will tell you as a business, this is a global solution. Obviously, as any startup does, we're focused in, you know, we have to be focused and in certain geographies and not overextend ourselves. But the, the product is actually, it's agnostic to geographies. Um, so it serves like we have 
customers who have already committed in in the Middle East and in Africa and Latin America, of course, North America, etc. So I would tell you that we're here to serve. And when we look at the emerging digital markets, especially so Africa, Latin America, Middle East, parts of Southeast Asia, you know, those are markets that definitely, definitely need the service simply because there's like very little, if any data at all. And whatever there is, it's not good, you know, whereas opposed to the bigger commercial markets like Western Europe and obviously North America, there's more data that's available although in many cases, it's not accurate. So we offer a global solution from a business perspective. We're going to be focused when we launch in terms of which markets we serve. But ultimately, from a geography perspective, long term, our solution is agnostic to any market. Great. Thank you. And maybe one last question. Just this morning, I was talking with a company working in supply chain finance, um, the interviewee said he believes the most evident effects of COVID on small businesses will be visible next year or in the next few years. Do you agree with that? And if so, how do we prepare for that? I would argue that they're already evident. So I'll give you, you know, a quick story. I, you know, I went a few months ago, I just got in the car, took my dog and just had to get out of the house and just went down to a local spot here. I'm in, in Toronto, Canada, the beach, not the nicest spot, but whatever it's, you know, we, we like to pretend that we have a real beach. We really don't park the car, got out, walked on, on the main street called queen street. And I will tell you 20% of the stores that I saw there were boarded up. COVID has already had this impact. So, you know, to say that it's going to be in the next year or two, like it has already impacted small business. So, so small business has always been as a category uh, underserved as a whole. It's never been important enough to get the tools and uh, attention of the commercial or corporate market segment, retail segment, consumer banking has always been more important. And it's always kind of sat in the middle there, like the ugly cousin, so to speak. And now with COVID, it's even worse. So I would tell you that the impact is, is already being felt. And this is where I believe we can be of great service because Uplink is able to come in today with these data sets that have been accumulated, by the way, over the last 15 years and have resulted in over $1.4 trillion in loan origination. So these are all scientifically validated, tested. And today we can work with lenders to help them understand that this small business owner is actually credit worthy, like that small business in Latin America that I was referencing. So, you know, that's how I would look at it. Those are my thoughts anyways. Sure. Well, thank you so much, Ron. This was very insightful and it was a pleasure having you on the show. Okay, well, thank you, Gaia. Thank you for having me, and I, I look forward to hearing the podcast.